0: You're listening to Bricks and Clicks, presented by Scale with your host, Jennifer K. Ruskin. Hey guys, welcome to Bricks and Clicks. This is the first time that I've ever recorded something for you with video, so that'll be exciting. Um, so let's just jump in here. So I really wanted to create an episode for you that was like how I do all the things. And so I'm titling this, um, Three Ways to Make More Money. That might not seem obvious. And so I'm gonna be talking to you a little bit with personal experiences of how I'm creating half million dollar a year revenue and have created multi millions of dollars in my businesses, in my business over the last few years of being in business by doing some things that are not quite as obvious as you probably think they might be. So the first one is learn to be comfortable with stillness. And this has been a really, really challenging one for me because I have spent a lot of years equating my value of worth with how much I effort and like, give me a hands up or like a praise Jesus hands in the air. If this has been you, do you equate your worth and your value with how much effort you put into cold calling or your clients or your day or like momming so hard or dadding so hard or whatever that might be, um, I have found that I feel more valuable when I work harder. And what's interesting is this is actually very contradictive of what I found to be reality. So it's so funny. I wrote down, put the damn phone down. So again, this is back to me and and what I have found works in life and what doesn't, but I feel very addicted to my phone. I want to see likes. I want to see feedback. I want to feel like I'm not missing anything. I feel like I have to answer every email as soon as it comes in. And it's that feeling of being addicted to success or to momentum or to contribution or to receiving information that I think many of us fall into this trap of thinking that that equates our value. Like we're plugged in, we're turned on, we're turned up, we're responding, whatever that might be. And so back to number one, learn to be comfortable in stillness. And this is a really hard one if you are very type A like me, if you're very much into go, go, go. And so some things that I've done that have worked, uh, maybe these will work for you as well, Is I've learned to like put the phone away or turn it off and go on a hike or go on a walk or listen to a podcast so that at least you're turned into that, but you're not staring at the device all the time, right? Um, I'll give you nine different ways that I self-care these days. And these are nine different ways that I am unplugging from the collective and what's happening out in the world. And so maybe some of those will help you. Um, Every now and then I'll go out onto my beautiful plush grass and just kind of ground in and take my shoes off and just stand there for a little bit, that's helpful. So find some ways that you can unplug. I mean, start to get into books and reading. And again, you're feeding your mind. If you're very type A and you're very much like, you gotta go and be doing something, you can't just sit there. Find something that's not electronic that you can unplug your brain from and then dive into a fun romance novel or like dive into a fun documentary or whatever that might be for you. Okay. Number two, attention, I'm sorry, money flows where attention goes. Money flows where attention goes. Stop doing all the things. Okay. This has been another big one for me. And a big lesson that I've learned is I cannot be good at everything. I can't be like head of my kid's school and baking all the cookies and like in my, you know, in my neighborhood, we have, uh, in my subdivision, we have, you know, like the people that try to lead change in the, in our, in our subdivision and like organize the bake drive and all those things. So like, if you equate that back into your work, you can't be everything to everybody. There's just no way. And so money flows where our attention goes. So stop trying to do 15 million things in your organization and make a list of three that are important, Right. And those three things might be like delivering amazing client satisfaction, um, growing the best sales force possible, providing education to my team so that they can, you know, capture the best type of a client for us or whatever that might be. Come up with just a few ideas that you feel like you can really lean into and be really good at and focus on just those three And stop trying to do everything else. Stop trying to be everything to every potential client or to every current client. Um, Stop trying to be everything to your boss. Stop trying to be everything to your kids. And I have some ideas on that too in a few minutes. So number one was learn to be comfortable with stillness. Put down down the damn phone. Number two is money goes where, where attention goes. Stop doing all the things. Be focused. Be less available. That's also great. Stop being so available. Stop saying yes to everything. And number three is brilliance downloads when we stop and receive. So I've noticed when I've stopped and done one of the nine ways that I seek self-care these days, um, which I'll go over in just a minute, when I stop and just receive, receive from the universe, receive from another human that's in a service capacity, receive in whatever way that might be. I find that contracts will sign, contracts I've been waiting on for weeks, and while I've been pushing and pushing and pushing to try to get them signed, if I just relax and chill out and receive and just be nurtured, contracts will sign. Um, paid invoices will happen. Invoices that I felt like were never gonna get paid and my client like was really showing a lot of resistance to paying it, all of a sudden I'll be in a yoga class and I'll get out and like three invoices will be paid. And then the third thing I've noticed is when I stop and receive, I get downloads of new information for my business. Like all of a sudden your brain clears up enough for the universe to be able to get through and download the latest amazing business idea. Or you might have an idea of like, oh, that's something I can pass off to someone else in my organization that I don't have to do. Or um, maybe it's a great idea that you need to be doing something special with your kid to help them with this particular piece of homework or whatever that might be. I feel like when our brains are so cluttered, um, it's really difficult to receive new information in that will actually help advance you in your business and make your life less difficult. So as we move past these three ways to make more money, that might not seem so obvious, I'd like to cover nine ways that I personally seek self-care. That's probably a lot. You're probably thinking, oh my God, this girl does nine different things all the time every month. Yes, because when I'm not okay, I'm not a good mom. When I'm not okay, I'm not good with my staff. I'm not a good leader. When I'm not okay, my clients don't get what they need from me and we don't help them make the money that they want to make. So it's more important than anything that Jennifer Ruskin be okay. So what I do is nine things. The first thing is four days a week, I work out with a trainer. And then once or twice throughout the weekend, I'll do like 5k or I'll go on like a walk if I just need to nurture my body or I'll go do a hike or something that's also physically active but not in my norm so I can feel fun (laughs) doing the exercise the second thing that I have done and I've done this now for a few years is my confession is I hate cooking I hate cooking and I especially hate to cook things that people are not grateful to receive and to eat. So after years of fighting with my family to try to get them to eat healthy and try to get them to eat the way that I eat, I'm just tired of it. And so I was like, F it one day, like, I'm just gonna, oh, there's a beautiful little hummingbird that just popped out of my window. I love hummingbirds. Okay. So, so I just decided one day, what if I just take care of me? they can make a sandwich, they can eat cereal, they can do whatever that they need to do so they don't go hungry. I don't want them to go hungry. I'll buy the snacks and I'll buy the carrots in a bag and all that stuff, right? But like, what if I just stopped feeling anxiety and feeling anger about other humans not wanting to participate in whatever I wanted to make? And what if I just... Hired it out. What if I just found somebody that could cook my meals for me and deliver them so I don't have to go anywhere and I don't have to go to the grocery store? And what if that was a thing? So I just got really curious. And so for the last, I guess, almost two years now, year and a half, um, I've had someone else making my food for me. So I know that like I'm eating the way that I want to eat and I'm eating healthy food that I want to eat. And my kids can participate and eat some of that if they want. They can do their own thing. They can make a sandwich. I don't really care. Um, so that's been an incredible weight off my shoulders from trying to people please all the time and getting frustrated and angry about other, the way other people react to what I'm trying to do. That's nice. And then getting into a really good solid space. That's like, I'm only responsible for me. I will make sure you have food to eat and you can make a sandwich. It'll be great. So the third thing I do is every single week I get massages. And that might sound excessive, but when you are leading um, millions of dollars worth of clients and you're leading a team, it is really important to take really amazing physical care of your body. So for me, I get a lot of tension in my neck and tension in my shoulders. I'm working out so much. So I have a lot of tension there and things that need to be worked out that I've um, maybe been really hard on that particular week as I've been lifting weights or whatever that might be love my massages. And I I feel like if you're going to do it right, you got to at least do 90 minutes. If not, like why even show up for 60? (laughs) So I do 90 minute massages every single week. And I flip between two different therapists. One massage therapist is very woo. And I feel like she does a lot of Reiki on me too. And we'll even talk about energy and that kind of thing. And then the other one is just a really incredible massage therapist. (laughs) So we flip, which is great. Facials is number four, I'm looking at my list because there's a lot on here. Facials, so a year ago, I'd never had a facial in my whole life and some of you listening to this might be like, what is even happening? How's this girl never had a facial? I've never had one. And when I started to get them, I was like, this is taking incredibly great care of my skin and as I get older and some of my peers are starting to get Botox, not that I won't ever one day but like right now I don't really want to and I wanted to take really excellent care of my skin and I also wanted to be mindful in the way that I applied my skincare and applied my makeup and I wanted to do it in a way that felt mindful and by that I mean like I might say like a beauty ritual thing when I put on my skincare. Um, I also use really, really amazing organic skincare products that I feel like give plant medicine to my skin. So I might be working on getting rid of some sun damage from the summer, or might be extra hydration in the winter time. And so I'm really kind to myself as I'm. Putting on my skincare. So um, facials are really important for me. I feel like, um, especially the lady that I go to is very woo. (laughs) I love this place in Bayville called The Human Experience. So if any of you are local, um, I highly recommend them. And they will do facials for you that are intuitively guided. So like, you know, the universe will be like, use the charcoal. instead of just doing whatever and so they really deliver to you the results that your body needs not that they just think is the right thing to use that day which is amazing number five I go to a non-crack chiropractor what is a non-crack chiropractor it is a chiropractor that does not snap and crackle you so she uses this like clicker daily and it'll adjust your bones but she's not like you know doing weird things to my head and like potentially doing damage to my joints and my bones. Um, And I've been working with Katie for nine years. She's amazing and has really, really helped me to where I don't have headaches anymore. And I can walk around without pain um, and has done a great job just making sure that I feel good in this body that I've been given in this lifetime. Okay, other ones I can breeze through faster are normal things that women do, like getting my hair done, getting my nails done, getting my lashes, I don't know if you guys can see, but like really into like natural looking lashes, but a little bit like the more than I had before. Helps with self-confidence, looks great on camera, makes me feel pretty and feminine. And I don't know, things that um, maybe I didn't feel before. So I'm I'm really enjoying playing with that. And then the last thing I had on my list, that probably should have been number six and closer to chiropractor is yoga i do yoga every single week at least once a week and i love the way that it helps make my body feel it helps me give it helps give me more mobility it helps me be more mindful Um, and so i love my yoga practice so to that i would say given the year of 2020 and what this has been for everyone i would encourage you to self-care like it's your job and if you are a business owner it is almost more important than just being the business owner like it's almost as important as the job that you wake up to than how you make your money back to my my saying of if you're not okay they're not okay and there's nothing worse than a business owner that's overworked overstressed, overeating not taking care of their body um your team and your clients see it so it's really important that you show up in a way where you're whole and you're okay. And then it also gives them permission to be whole and be okay too. It gives them permission to go out and take a walk on their lunch break or to feel like they can go to the gym before they come into work. Um, There've been multiple jobs in my life that I've had so far where I felt guilty just about that you know, about taking a little bit longer lunch break because to get to the gym and back on time was going to make me late and they were going to dock my pay. So if you're a business owner, by the way, and you're doing that, don't be an asshole, you know, God, be nice. Okay. I have some more for you six ways that I grow as a business owner. So as I was making all these lists, I was thinking like, what what do I do from a business perspective to really invest in me that has helped me create a multi-million dollar company? And the first thing I could think of was I hired a mentor. Like the minute that I could afford it, I hired someone smarter than me. And I firmly believe in that saying, what got you here, won't get you there. And I'm constantly trying to stretch myself with new information, with a mentor, with a coach. I have a a coach now who helps me really dive into deep stuff that I wouldn't have thought possible a few years ago in my business that I could find someone to help me with that. Um, So I love mentors. I love coaches. I take seminars. I participate in growing myself. Um, I attend programs and live events. Um, My first live event that I went to um, I said yes to going to Hawaii a couple of years ago to join a bunch of women that I had no idea who they were in this business women's mentorship thing. And uh, it was a little terrifying, but it was the best thing I ever did because it helped me strengthen that muscle of doing things outside of my element, of really stretching myself financially, physically. I was very far away from my family, I didn't know anybody. And so it taught me that that was okay. And to invest in myself meant that I could grow my business bigger and meant that I could be the, the business owner and, and CEO that my company needs me to be, that my team and my clients need me to be. Um, and so that started me off on, I mean, I can't even count how many trips now that I've made. Um... All across the United States, going to different events and going to seminars, and see, I saw Tony Robbins. I've seen Rachel Hollis multiple times, um, and I just keep kind of finding new people that I feel drawn to, and going, "Yes, I'll come participate. Yeah, I want to come learn. I'll come. I'll come open and willing, and 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 ready to receive all of the new information." And then the last thing I have on my list are podcasts, and this is like the one that's free. <laughs> there are hundreds and thousands, if not millions of podcasts available for free on the internet at any time. Um, not just this one that you're listening to and market scale has so many good podcasts. I mean, you could literally want to know anything. They have one about like drone shipping that I got into the other day. Um, there's so much information out there. If you aren't learning and aren't progressing, it's your own fault. It's your own fault because there is free information on the internet out there available to you. You have to make the space to do it. Um, So I have five questions for you today that I'd like for you to write down and answer. And these are just for you. You don't have to report them back to me. You don't have to tell your mom. You don't have to tell your wife what these answers are, but there's not provoking questions that I've also asked myself that have really forced me to be honest with myself about, why i'm not moving forward are things that i need to let go of to move forward okay you ready got a pen number one what if i'm already doing enough and this goes back to that feeling of enoughness as again i keep thinking type a but just you know what i mean that manic kind of human in your life maybe it's you maybe it's your boss maybe it's somebody that you work with but what if that kind of person could just be okay that, that they are enough, that they don't have to do one more conference call, they don't have to try to hit up one more potential customer, they don't have to run five more miles, they don't have to lift 50 more pounds of weight, whatever that might be. What if we just sat in our enoughness and we were okay with it? Number two, what if I could make more in the stillness. And that's a really tough one for us to swallow. What if we could make more money for our businesses being still? Having a meditation, going on a walk, reading a book, journaling, taking a walk, take I said that, taking a hike. Just being quiet and still Don't even be still. Be quiet. That's enough for you. You still need to bring movement into your body. What if I can make more in the stillness, in the quietness, in the enoughness? Number three, how can I add more self-care to my weeks? And I feel like men, this may be especially hard for you because in our society, self-care and men are not always equivalent. You guys need self-care just as much as we do. And women, sometimes men take the time to go to the gym for their self-care. Sometimes they they take the time to to get a massage and we don't, right? So it just depends on your perspective and who you've filled your life with, uh, the examples that you see. But every one of us deserves to be treated well, to treat ourselves well, to treat our bodies well. Um, We have to live with them the entire time that we're here on this planet. And so it's really important that we take excellent care of it from a mind-body perspective. All right. What can I add more self-care to for my weeks? You guys put some ideas. i have given you nine. I'm sure there are more. Number four. What do I absolutely hate doing? What do I hate doing? For me, it was cooking. For me, it would be mowing my lawn. For me, it would be cleaning my house. (laughs) These are all things that I have learned to farm out. It does not take a lot of money when you make a lot of money to farm it out. Right? So even if you don't make a lot of money, make a budget. Can you find an extra $100 so you can hire someone to scrub your own toilets? Guarantee you it's worth it. Um, And so I want you to ask yourself how can I farm out the thing or things that I hate to do or how can I just let go of it? How can I just say no? I'm just not doing it. How could I get another family member to take it over, right? Number five, last one. Am I ready to let go of what no longer serves me? You'll see the word behind my head, zen. And I try to live my life in a state of zen. Try to not be overly flustered by things that come up with work. Try to not be overly flustered with my kids. Uh, My new line with them now that we're schooling from home is how can I support you today? not how can I do your homework for you, how can I help you read sentences although you're 12 and you know how to, how can I make you a sandwich, those are, these are not in my vocabulary. I say how can I support you today and if they answer any of those things I just said I'm like nope not the answer. <laughs> those are things you can do. How can I support you today um, and I also use this with my, with my staff or with my clients when my staff seems flustered or I feel like they have a lot of work I might say how can I help you today and if you use that sentence the energy in it it's very zen so my question was am I ready to let go of what no longer serves me and that's really a sentence with an energy of zen behind it right if you have mass craziness in your life It's just reflecting back to you what you've created and maybe what's inside of you. So if we can all figure out how to calm the craziness on the inside, what's happening in our mind and our hearts and our spirits, then we can also reflect that back into the world. We can come to our families and our staff and our clients with a, how can I serve you today? How can I help you today? What does health look like today? um, kind of an attitude that is very different from flustered and all over the place. All right. This has been a really interesting podcast where it's not my norm. It's definitely more woo than normal, but I wanted to do something that was within the energy and feeling of like how I do all the things, but it's from a centeredness feeling. It's from a Zen feeling. I don't do all the things because I'm running in circles and doing all the things, it's because I say no a lot. It's because I'm not available a lot. Um, And and I'll do another podcast on my calendar and sneaky ways to build in that time for you plus that time for your family. And um, I used to put vacation times in there, but now that we're not really vacationing right now, um, you can build all of that in first into your calendars and then add Availability for work. That's another huge way that I um, say no (laughs) and limit my capacity and availability to people. And you'll realize it doesn't even make a difference. Like people don't actually need you as much as they think that they do. They might want to be with you. They might love your energy and want to be more in your energetic field and want to have a conversation with you, but they don't actually need that. What they need is a quick loom video to explain something or a quick email that can answer a question, then you have so much more capacity, but that's a podcast for another day. Thank you so much for listening to Bricks and Clicks. Thank you, MarketScale, for hosting my podcast. See you next time.